and welcome to the Just For Gamers video game podcast. Episode 84, Not So Golden. In this episode, we discuss if this year's releases have cut the mustard. JFG Ash has played Battlefield 1. JFG Alex is still sitting on his wicker chair as he has burnt all his others. We have a quiz about the future. And finally, we will somehow do a podcast next week. So sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the JFG Podcast. This is episode 84. My name is Alex and I'm joined as ever by my very good friend Ash. Hey buddy, how are you doing? As always buddy, on a Wednesday I am good. I am ready to talk about video games. There's a lot happened this week. Maybe I can't remember. So I'm sure that you've put together some lovely notes I've written to... that down somewhere for you there, buddy, so... Uh, I can't wait. Yep. I'm ready to relive the past week. <laughs> In news. <laughs> the excitement. Gibbons, buddy, and his tradition. I've made some notes of myself, because otherwise I'm really shit at intros, because I don't know what's going on. Well, like your, your favourite colour and... Um, no idea, mate. Write it down. Aspirations for the future, it, perhaps. Who so. am I? Who am I? I mean, you actually write my name in this document, so luckily I know which one I am. It's important. It is. It is <laughs> very important. But can yeah, I just ask, buddy. can I just ask, buddy? Have you have you ever flown a stunt kite? Uh, I've flown a kite, but not a stunt. Like kite. a double, one of those double handed yeah, fuckers no, that oh, you can. Yeah, I've had a double hander before. Right. But I don't. I, I wouldn't call it a stunt kite. Why? Why would no. you ask? I just wondered, buddy. Carry on. I'm confused now. (laughs) Not hard. I promise. Well, I just just wondered. Okay. Well, there you go. So, yeah, this week, it was Halloween. That happened. Oh, yeah. That's a thing, apparently, um, that I, (laughs) I, I, I don't care about. But, no, yeah. I like Halloween because uh, uh, the house, my folks' house where I'm living until this weekend, uh, is backed miles away from the road and looks like if 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 this was a movie, then our house would be like the like old man, old man Joseph's house who you don't go up to because it's all dark and like Ooh. beside the woods and stuff. Yeah. So basically, Halloween for me is my folks. Buying some sweets on the off chance, and then no one coming and me eating them all over the course of the following week. So well played. That's nice. I like buddy. Halloween. Unfortunately, How, have you been yeah. out with the kids, buddy? Yeah. So Friday night went to some sort of Halloween party. It was lovely. There was dancing, uh, drinking, and fucking inviting. <laughs> no, the other two were no. not involved. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I did some drinking there, which was nice because uh, there was a bar there, which was just lovely. And, uh, yeah, no, that was good. Enjoyed it. Um, then uh, on the Monday, obviously, that was actual Halloween. Went out, did a little bit of trick-or-treating. Not a lot, because, you know... Don't want to be greedy. Yeah, and I can't be asked. You know, yeah. that's a lot of effort. But, yeah, got some sweets, and uh, someone gave me an apple. Obviously, not me gave the kids an apple. I was like, what's this? 
This is apple. This is bollocks. Fucking pull the other one. I know. Someone gave us a fruit shoot, which is what? like it's like Robinson's. Or I'm trying to think. It's like a kid's drink in a bottle. And uh, that's not. That, there should be a list of things that you can or can't give, and that I know. should be definitely on the, the, the crossed-out list. So, obviously, later that night, I went back and egged their house, as is tradition. Yeah, man. Yeah, Gibbons. Broke all their windows. Yes, yeah, smashed their back doors in. Rude not to. Indeed. <laughs> uh, I had an extremely lazy weekend, because for some reason, after the holiday, I was extremely tired, uh, having come back and then worked for two days straight away, and I was like, ugh. I need to do nothing, so um, yeah, sat around, played some games, watched uh, old Willy Wonka, having watched new Willy Wonka about two weeks ago. I mean, I say new Willy Wonka, I think that's like ten years old easily now, but you know. Shit though, innit? What, the new one? Yeah, I don't like it. It's weird. I mean, the original one's weird, but it had musical bits in, which were good. The music in this is, it's terrible. It's really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like the old one. I haven't seen that for ages. You should watch it. It's a good film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, old, what's his name? Gene. What's his name? Gene Wilder. Gene Simmons. So yeah. quotable, that movie. It's amazing how yeah. many how many lines come up through the course of your life. Yeah, seriously. It, it's so good. And yeah, the music in it is just fantastic. All of the way through. Even like like the cheesy ones about, you know, like, oh, he's got the golden ticket. Oh, that parody they did on Family Guy. Yeah. That's, I think that's my favourite <laughs> ever Family Guy moment. It was. Where uh, Peter gets the golden ticket. <laughs> it was fantastic, wasn't it? <laughs> But yeah, man, seriously, great film, and really, like the kids loved it, so yeah, it was fun. Uh, apart from that, I've been at work, and this week, buddy, at work, I have done my level one in creating and publishing websites. Ooh. It's a qualification, don't you know? Dreamweaver! Yeah, I was unfortunately using Dreamweaver. I don't <laughs> like, I, I'm used to using like Sublime Text, which is just like notepad, but with color. Uh, so I had to use like Dreamweaver, and I was like, I hate this already. I was like, go away. I don't want to use uh, I don't... Microsoft Front Page, buddy, is what you want. Yeah, mate, that'd be fine. Bit of, I could just Front Page. Yeah, maybe. Via <laughs> GOCs. Yeah. That'll go down really well right now. Mm-hmm. Smooth. So, yeah, um, th- this was meant to take, like, a few weeks to f- do. I did it in two days. Fucking smashed it, mate. Because he's a fucking G. Yeah, uh, I started my level two today. I'm already halfway through it. It won't take long. Uh, these are, like, GCSE grade level kind of qualifications. So, they're not too shabby, but... They're not great, are they? Do you have to take a test and then, like... It's all coursework-based. It's all all just coursework-based, so it's a piece of piss. Like, for me, like, um, just do a couple of essays and then make some web shit. And I'm like, yeah, I can do that. No problem. Do you submit that somewhere for marking, or are you just like, okay, I've done that? Oh, okay, cool. No, yeah, because obviously I work in an education department. I was like, can I just do that course? And they're like, sure. Why would you want to do that? I'm like... Because I want to. They're just glad someone wants to learn, even if it is a member of staff. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'd like that. You know, it gives me no, not really any options. Like, but hey, it's something that I can be like, yeah, I've done this. I can do web design shit. So 
Who knows, buddy? I, I might change my job in the next year or so. We shall see. Yeah, do it, buddy. It's all the rage. Yeah. I heard uh, this guy um, the other week got a new job. Um, <laughs> no qualifications in the subject whatsoever. Uh, he just fucks about on computers, like, you know, for most of his life. And yeah. uh, he managed to get this job. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Do you know who he is? I, yeah, I, it's not going well. I wouldn't worry about it. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, buddy, that's my week. How's how's your first few days in Jobton or New Jobton been? Yeah, uh, well, firstly, very tiring because I have to get up very early and I get yeah, up very late. And I'm not used to that. That is not um, fun. My job is not based in London permanently but i'm having to do a month's training in london which is not ideal from here london so town. Uh, next week i'm going to be in tunbridge wells and it'd be much easier because i live next to a station up there but from here um we're talking like two and a half hours of travel in each direction yeah and, uh, like <laughs> i said to some i said to one of the guys in the office as i left today in the in the amount of time that it's going to take me to get home because he was joking, he f- he finished an hour and a half later than me and was going to get home first. Nice. And uh, I said I could I could drive to I could literally drive to Nottingham in the amount of time it's going to take me to get home, like that's from true. my house to Nottingham. Yeah, it's true. You could. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's been shit because it's it's meant sort of getting up <laughs> at like six thirty out of the house at seven and and uh, yeah, it's not the best. I've been getting a train at like twenty past seven. That takes like over an hour into London, and then at the other end, it's like a thirty-minute walk. Oh, nice! So, yeah, it's great. And when I finish at the end of the day, there's a, a train thirty-six minutes later. So it's like <laughs> fucking go. So yeah, uh, yeah. The job itself, uh, I'm I find it completely infuriating because um, it's loads of just information. Yeah, like it's it's not the, enough the, the, doing. It's just a mixture of two things. Like it's processes, procedures, like talking to people, and all of that is kind of standardized, and you can learn it really quickly. But then the other half of the job is providing IT support for like a hundred different companies, and every single company has different processes, procedures, um, <laughs> oh. like different systems, and no. it's, and there's no way of learning that and except like doing the job. So for someone like me who fucking hates not knowing what's going on, yeah, and I'm, I'm just in this situation where I can't learn any quicker, I just have to wait for people to call and listen to the calls so that I can learn like each thing. So yeah, that must be horrible. Are you, are you being able to like remote access in yet? And yeah, well, that's kind of the whole stuff. the whole bread and butter of it. But uh, today I got like patched into the phone system so I could listen to other calls. So that you, you were tapping to, like, the phone, buddy. I was tapping the phones, buddy. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> just, just listening in. But yeah, I. Uh, uh, I, I got into a little bit of trouble because I was trying to provide some light, light background music to one of the calls. Bit of girl from Ipanema, just like humming it really, really <laughs> quiet. <laughs> <laughs> nice, buddy. I would have yeah. loved that. I would have joined in. I was like, oh, yeah, this guy's cool. They've got like a sort of escalation system where they grade like problems in like from one to five. And uh, there's like a manual. Five. And I've renamed all of those. So number one, which is actually like serious problem that affects more than five people, I've just renamed that to everything is fucked. 
And number two, <laughs> number two, number two, which is a problem that affects everyone, but access is still available, is everything is fucked, but it kind of works. Nice. You know, and so yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Category three, everything is fucked, but just for one dude. But you know, <laughs> that sort of thing. one guy's having a very bad time. Yeah, mm. yeah, like so, it. Um, so yeah, there's nothing much else to report. It's um, pretty, pretty infuriating while I'm learning stuff. But yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing it will start off like that. Well, it is starting I'm, off like that. I'm very tired because I was suddenly getting up like almost three hours earlier every day. So that's uh, that's something. But uh, either way, <laughs> I'm getting there, buddy. I'm getting Gibbons, there. buddy. Got to break the camel's back. Yeah. With, I don't know what with. I mean, a baseball bat probably would work. I've got a month in London, and I'm gonna. In that time, I will get used to the hours that I'm keeping, and yeah. then I won't be in London anymore, and that will have been a fucking waste of time. So yeah, uh, totally. And then you can be yeah. like, oh, I'm up ridiculously early, and I don't need to be. Exactly. Yeah. Great. So that's cool. Uh, added <laughs> added fun and games with starting a new job one week before moving house. Uh, nice. As you can imagine, things are somewhat hectic, buddy. Mate, uh, you should <laughs> throw in having a baby as well at the same time. I mean, yes, yeah, good call, buddy. You're I'll not going to top me on that one. No, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but I have bought many things like Ooh. toasters, drying racks, not I, for me. To for be honest, I, I was on Facebook yesterday. I mean, for the first time in, <laughs> I know, right? When do I go on Facebook? Seriously, what is this? And uh, I seen that you was shopping for some sort of kitchen utensils, and I, I hope you feel very privileged, buddy, because I think that's the first like that I've given this year. <laughs> did you piss yourself when you saw that? I did. It was. Beautiful. I was so surprised that more people didn't like that pose. I was like, "What? This is the great. I need it." It must just be something that we never seen before, but is like really like well known. Yeah. Uh, we it's, should probably it's a bottle stop it, yeah. for a wine bottle, but the stop is uh, some happy chappy's cock, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and I just saw it and was like, ha! We've got like a shopping list on the on Amazon, me and the missus, and I just like added it. I've added it like eight times and she keeps deleting it. <laughs> <laughs> I want this, god damn it. I must have this. You should, but, uh, uh, yeah, you, you say, I, it, we need this, otherwise, you know, I, I just can't move in with you. I just, yeah. Yep. We're not on the same wavelength. I can't have our wine being spoiled. Mm. (laughs) Either way, yeah. So that's me, buddy. New job, which is um, intense and uh, annoying because I'm in a situation where everyone around me seems like super, super clever and I'm convinced that I can catch them up, but they've all been doing it for more than two years. So, and I've been doing it for three days. So I'm just like, damn you. Give it a week, buddy. You'll fucking, you'll have them. Just need that fucking matrix thing where you just be like, yeah, load me in uh, IT support, please. Yeah. And uh, put a cable in the back of your head. Exactly. Nice. Jack in or jack off. That's the slogan. One or t'other. Perhaps both. (laughs) Gibbons, buddy. Well, we should probably just quickly say, uh, hopefully, we're going to do this next week on a Wednesday, maybe. So next Wednesday, (laughs) my internet is being connected in my new flat, and it will be connected at some point between 7am and 12pm. So... In the morning. 12am. 7am and midnight. Oh, really? 
sometime between 7am and midnight on Wednesday. That's a weird time so frame. I, I'll, I'll either have it in the evening or I won't. Cool. Uh, and that will determine whether we do the podcast on Wednesday or not. And I won't know until Wednesday evening when we're waiting to try and do it. <laughs> so, so that's great. We will um, get a podcast out for next week. Uh, we just don't know how long it will be or what it will consist of yet. Indeed, indeed. So uh, bear with us, buddies. Gibbons, I think it's pretty. It's pretty fair play if we are going to seamlessly transition. So I'd be amazed cool, if but... it was just like fuck me, bang on eight o'clock next Wednesday. You're in your eight. wicker chair. The odds are that <laughs> I will be there. <laughs> so, I'm hoping so, buddy. Gibbons should be cool. good. So that's our weeks this week. I guess we should uh, talk about some. Uh, oh shit! What's the what's the topic this week, buddy? Uh, the topic for this week's podcast, buddy, is video games. Nice. I, I guess we talk about what video games we've been playing this week. <laughs> oh yeah. All right then. All right. So do you want to kick things off, buddy? I think it's kind of slim pickings for both of us this week. Uh, I've been pretty busy, but we managed to get some games sorted as well. And uh, yeah, so talk about what you've played without me, buddy. Uh, so, yes, um, I was on the Google App Play Store on on my phone this week, uh, as I do uh, on regular occasions, I would say. And... Uh, as is tradition, I normally buy the game of the week because it's 10 pence. And this week's game was Ice Rage Hockey. Thinking, Ooh. yeah, so this is a top-down uh, two-on-two ice hockey game. Uh, so you have a static goalie, each team, and then you control one player and skate around, uh, hold the button down to shoot harder. Standard game. Loads and loads of fun. Uh, really enjoyed it. My son loves this game. The thing that, like, why I want to talk about it now is because this game blew me out of the water with uh, what it does in multiplayer way. So, think, I can't remember the name of it. It was like Sabutio, but um, the players were, like, on, like, little tracks and you could, like, spin them around and you, you could get those ice hockey games. Kind of like table football, but oh, I can't remember the name of it. Can you remember... Like a mechanical football game. Uh, it doesn't matter if you can't remember the name of it, but you remember the the idea behind it. I don't think so. What do you oh, mean on really? track? Um, uh, well, have you seen those like ice hockey um, like table games? It is pretty much like table football, but ice hockey form. So you got your players all around, and you can spin them around and things like that. It, uh, I know. I yes, I, I know. And you, what you have mean one now. player each end, and you're like flicking it round and trying to score. So this game reminded me of those type of games because you can grab one end of the tablet each, and you have a controller at both ends, and you can look down, and and you're playing one against one. I was just so like, it's, it's like foosball where the players all used to be connected to like different thing is but that you just kind of twisted them round to go into different positions yeah, and that stuff. kind of thing on, like but, arcs and stuff yeah but uh, obviously this is like the game like you, you have your one character you can move around so it's, it's one on one but it, it just reminded me of those type of games where you're like facing each other uh over the thing and trying to score a goal obviously and um so yeah like the the tablet goes in the middle of you two and at one end of the tablet like long ways in between the ends at one end you've got 
your controls and at the other end there's a control for the other player so you you're both controlling whilst holding the screen makes perfect sense because yeah, it's a top-down it really, game like yeah. it's the perfect way to utilize that device isn't it it's, and uh, like I, I i i'm sure it's been done um before in many games but this just was amazing like I'd, i've never really played like a multiplayer tablet game before it was weird and it worked so well it was awesome and yeah, it's just a lot of fun. And for 10p, I mean, you can't go wrong, can you? <laughs> 10p well spent there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, seriously, man. Like, if you can pick up this game and you like just messing about, like playing little ice hockey games, it's, it's really cool. And uh, yeah. Good game, buddy. Very nice, too, buddy. Mm. Very nice, too. Sounds cool. I really like that. It makes you think, like, I used to love all of those, like, top-down table games. Like, there was always, like, a Pac-Man one in the arcades and stuff, and it's like, there's just something about it being, like, embedded in a table like that in the old days. It, it just felt really special. Yeah. You could almost get, like, video ball arcade machines that were tables yeah, and that Yeah, totally. Sort of That'd be awesome. I'd play Very the shit cool. out of that. Mm. Yeah. Gibbons, buddy. And uh, the only other game that I've played with you but i played on my own i played um some of the single player of uh battlefield one um what are they called the not the campaigns or whatever they're uh, the are, episodes you know. the episodes yes and i played the second one which is the tank one uh and the tank is called black bessie or black bess one of the two and all the way through it, I just had, whoa, Black Bessie, bam, lamb going through my head. I was just like, yeah, cool. Even though that's not the official words, but, you know, that's what I Close wanted. enough, buddy. I uh, feel like that, it should have had that song in there at some that point. That bit in Rayman. Yeah, man, seriously. That yeah, was they have Black amazing. Black Bessie playing. Yeah. Oh, so like, good. Uh, you have to hit it all to the beat and stuff. That was pretty <laughs> special. Yeah. So what do you make of this then? It's obviously... The um, results may vary on the different episodes because they're all trying to introduce different game mechanics that are featuring in the multiplayer, but tell a story as well. So yes. they're all like mini games almost. And I, I really enjoyed the flying one. Did you did you I, get on with this I, tank one? Uh, yeah, seriously. Um, the tank controls are really good. Uh, I, I think what's good about these single player games is I, I feel like it's going to like prepare me for using a lot more of the vehicles in the multiplayer aspect. Because I haven't really touched the vehicles yet in multiplayer. I've just been obviously shooting dudes, hopefully yeah. in the face. Um, so yeah, uh, the tank feels great. Um, the the main thing that I've really enjoyed about this were like all the the cutscenes and um, the banter between uh, the different characters, uh, and you you really get that sense of they're an actual person in a way yeah you know, well you start the camaraderie of different like platoons things. and stuff it it really feels authentic it, it's really well done i was so surprised like, yeah which definitely. is harsh on ea i suppose but the, the previous battlefield campaigns nothing there was nothing there to suggest that these were going to be so well crafted but no definitely yeah. uh, i was uh, i listened to uh, part of the game informer podcast i think it was on the podcast or something uh this week and they had uh one of the guys fucking can't remember his name should have written it down as always um who worked on the single player campaign and uh he was talking about um obviously how they try to make um everyone seem more human and stuff like or relatable or you know have connections with each other and things like that but um one thing that he said uh which kind of stood out to me it was like if you go through um, and play this again, you know, 
some of the dialogue will be different. And there, there's a m- moment in there where they start singing a song. And I can't remember the song that I had. It was something like It's a Long Way to Tipperary or something like that. One of those um, songs. And um, he said, yeah, like, if if you went back and played that again, more than likely um, they will um, they'll sing a different song kind of thing. Oh, and, really? And, like, yeah, if, if you're in a different scenario or a different situation, like, within the same scenario, they might, like, say something else in that I don't know he said that they'd put a hell of a lot of effort into like you know making it different and personalising each uh, everyone's kind of one thing he said was uh, the the beautiful thing about multiplayer it's all about your own story Uh, like you know you have little stories of how you had a match and you killed a dude in a playing with a sniper or something like that and they wanted to try and make some of that into the single player and i was like that's that kind of makes sense because like um back in the day for uh, when we uh, used to play bad company 2 we used to do a thing called patio tanking uh, on arica harbor where there was a certain patio and you could like absolutely bomb the shit out of everyone on the bridge with the tank and it was beautiful and there was like moments in this um scenario where i was doing a lot of patio tanking where i would like (laughs) hold back and just fire from a distance because i was like if i get go in there i'm just gonna get messed up where i was just like and it just kind of reminded me of that scenario it was really cool (laughs) mate are we in patio chat (laughs) (laughs) yeah go on then (laughs) welcome to patio chat your favourite hosts, JFG Ash, JFG Alex, patio all the time. Um, the guy that you are talking about, uh, the lead designer uh, yes. for the single player, is called Alexander Grondel. Sounds good to me. Pronounced yeah. right, but that's who he is. Um, I think it's really interesting that they took the time to put in, um, forking paths and stuff in single player because normally you'd expect. Uh, from a game like Battlefield 1, you would expect them to not bother with replay value in the single player in the slightest. It's kind of predominantly a multiplayer game. So it kind of shows where their heads were at. Yeah, definitely. The that they actually bothered with that is probably a perfect example of why this is head and shoulders above, I think, any Battlefield campaign. But I, I think so it's too. It's, it's, it's a lot more open. There's a lot more freedom in there. There's, um, there, there's like a stealth section in this. And I was extremely confused <laughs> there's was a great there's a great on. one in the aeroplane one as well the the um the raf one there's a great stealth section in that and i was like it actually works yeah i know i was like there's when i first did it i was like okay i'll i'm, I'm gonna use a sniper with a silencer and i was like oh no if i shoot that guy other people will see him die and i was like oh yeah i can't, I can't just do that <laughs> so i was like shit i can you know proper kind of lure people out and then like twat them with whatever I had like a shovel or, or a hammer or something but it, it was very cool uh, it, it, it felt like um, it changed at the right pace as well you know I, I did it starts off where you're doing quite a lot of tanking and then like, I thought oh, okay I'm just going to do loads of tanking in this and it's like oh no I've got to get out of the tank and you know the story develops and so it, it just it felt really smooth I would say 
it's satisfying as well, isn't it? The, the way that it's put together. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't praise it enough. I, I haven't played through any more of it just yet. I've been playing the multiplayer, but mm. um, uh, yeah, a real string to there. You know, it's it, just very good. It's just very, very good. So. It is. Do you want to talk about some of the the multiplayer now, or do you want to save it for later? We might as well go into together, buddy. I have, cool. I've only played things with you. I haven't played anything on my own this week. So, uh, yeah, let's continue with Battlefield talk because, uh, you know, we're there now already. Um, <laughs> Makes sense. Fucking fabulous game. And um, I've been, I was really excited for the, this last game night we've had because um, Funk and PJ had picked up this game and. Um, yeah, just a cracking game night of Battlefield fun, like pure shenanigans. Before you came online, we were actually patio tanking as well, buddy. Um, <laughs> me and PJ in the tank. I was in the like one of the side gunner seats, and yeah. we, we actually, I think we won a rush map. Like keeping the tank alive was Funk, who was spotting enemies and repairing us as we were running along, cool. and um, it's just brilliant fun, like. At no point playing Battlefield 4 did I really feel like we had like a proper team mentality because everyone was kind of dipping in and out of the game in certain ways. Some people have more time for it than others. Some people liked it more than others. Yeah, and, true. And to be in a situation where you're going into like the first proper weekend of Battlefield 1 minus DDoS attack and <laughs> yeah. everyone's in the same position and everyone's just so excited to play and just really invested and looking to get their teeth stuck in yeah it just it just meant fantastic games and um yeah we played through a big old selection of the different maps we tried various different modes and i i can i can safely say at no point did i have uh like a a metro moment or a bunker moment from yeah. battlefields of old Ooh, where bad times. you know the design is so superior here you know with the spawns and the cover the way that it's geared up to stop you getting into bottlenecking situations and stuff, and then you chuck in the fact that all the vehicles control much, much better than ever before. Uh, it's just more. It's a more interesting game. It's a more interesting looking game. It runs better. It's fucking fabulous, man. Like it really is awesome. And um, yeah, we just had loads of fun on it. And you got on for some as well, didn't you? Yeah, Gibbons, I managed to get on Friday, uh, I, think, I think for about an hour and a half, we, we played it and then I turned up a few hours late uh, due to Halloween boozing. Can happen. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, going as the medic, uh, I love those uh, bolt action rifles. Uh, to be honest, I haven't really tried uh, the assault or what's the other one? The scout assault and... Support. Support, yeah. There's some weirdness with the weapons buying and stuff, isn't there? There's, uh, you've got, uh, I was going to get on to that, yeah. Let's, go for it. Um, well, that, this is what I was going to go for. Um, yeah, I, I'm enjoying the bolt-action rifle, but obviously you can only have like 10 rounds in a clip. Um, but luckily I watched a, a cheeky Jack Frags video about, um, you know, how to use the medic class to your advantage, and there's a couple of guns you, you're going to want to pick up, and one's that, oh, that whatever dragon one it is i can't remember the name of it now yeah and uh, the other one is the one that i picked up it which is the m1916a maybe or the uh, anyway it's the m1916 and the the beauty about that gun is it can have 26 bullets in the clip and uh that's really helpful instead of having 10 so yeah like you said 
upgrading your guns or changing your gun or buying new guns even or any kind of equipment is uh is a downfall in this game is a ball ache um because you either have to do it through a web browser or an app which you know they work well they're nicely presented which is good or you have to join a game and then do it whilst in the game there's no way of unlocking stuff in the main menu, which is dumb dumb. Which is nuts, yes. by the way. It's, it's crazy. I've like, obviously done it to try and make everyone download the app. I, but... I guess so, but still, I don't want to do that. I mean, I have I think done the that, thing but... that's, that's <laughs> craziest about it is that if you go into... If you go into the buying menu during a game, everything is exactly the same as on the main menu. Yeah, totally. That's the th- like nothing's different. It's the like, same oh, menu it, it tells, system. Like, in the main menu, it tells you how much it is. The only <laughs> yeah. thing is, like, you just can't buy it. It's grayed out. You just can't buy it. I, I'm sure they will change that over I'm time. I'm sure they will, yeah. And it's only a mild problem yeah, at this exactly. point. That's the thing. It's just it, weird. Like, why would you weird. do that? Yeah, totally. Um, I, th- I, th- I think I'm, g- I'm enjoying Conquest the most on this at the moment. Yeah, I, I, I think so as well. I've always preferred... I've always preferred Conquest because the, the the problem I've always had with Rush is if you if you are a certain team with certain players versus another certain team with certain players, you can get stuck and it can get frustrating. Whereas with yeah. Conquest, it's far more freeform. And if you're yeah. a team like we are, then it doesn't matter that it's freeform. We can pick an pick an objective and still play it in a structured way, but we're less likely to get shafted by another team with excellent uh, organizational skills yeah i would say so yeah it's the fact that you can just be like well i'm just gonna fuck off and go all the way around the outside this isn't happening let's go somewhere else exactly yeah it's loads of fun like i played a couple of hours on my own um joined random squads and just had loads of fun like um yeah i definitely think that that game mode is the the one for me Uh, the the new operations is a very very good idea yeah, uh, I feel like playing more of that uh, might embed that in to me, uh, like learning the maps and, and things like that. Knowing, I think how that the, to... the, the maps is the thing. I yes. think uh, once we're more familiar with all, all of the maps here, then we're going to have more and more fun. Like the only way is up from here. So true, it's just awesome, awesome game. Also, the surprise hit, buddy, team deathmatch. Yeah, team deathmatch. <laughs> no isn't idea shit. why. Yeah. Seriously, played a few yeah. rounds of that, had loads of fun. Crazy. It's always been toilet on every battlefield I can remember, but yeah. it's actually genuinely worth playing on this one. <laughs> yeah, if you get a little team <laughs> together, it is good fun. Yeah. So, yeah, at the moment, I can't praise this game enough. Uh, I'm, I'm desperately trying to think think of things to like knock it down, but seriously, this game looks fucking beautiful. And it plays well. It's got the game modes. It's got a cracking single player so far. I mean... Yeah. Yeah, I I'm with you. I don't know what I don't know what to say. Like I'm, I'm sure what we joked like, what else like, do you want? Like, <laughs> I'm sure we joked a couple of like episodes ago about you were saying like yeah, Battlefield 1 game of the year. Yeah, I was I was saying unless Battlefield 1 comes out and blows everything out the water and is just utterly fucking fantastic, then obviously it won't be touching any game of the year lists for us. Mm. And uh yeah. I'm not going to give the game away, but uh, <laughs> holy shit, it's this looking game's good. good. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. 
Uh, so that that's enough Battlefield 1 for this week, buddy. I'm sure we'll talk about it again next week. Could happen. Possibly. So, um... Uh, I mentioned last week that we purchased, or was it the week before? I can't remember. No, it was last week, wasn't it? That yeah, it was just before you went on your holiday, your yes, holiday schleys. Indeed, that we picked up uh, one of our fans' favouritest games of the year so far. That's Seven Days to Die. Thanks, uh, thanks, Mel, for letting us know uh, how you feel about that game. Gibbon. So how do we feel about this game, buddy? That's the question. I feel like this game is... Um, I, I was concerned about the graphics. They don't matter, I don't think. No, um, I agree there. Um, I think that this is a cool game that we weren't really in the mood for when we played. Um, yes, and it's quite freeform and structureless. And I, I think Mel, most of Mel's experiences having a whale of a time on this game were with a posse of friends. Um. And I think as a two, it might possibly not be quite as entertaining, uh, engaging. Yes. Um, but I think we will persevere with it. And I think there will be times when we really fancy playing it. Um, it's very well crafted, crafted, you know, there's a lot of crafting, <laughs> but, um, there's a lot of crafting. It's very it's well put crazy. together. It's, um, it's a cool looking game in terms of all of its systems and, I think we will get a lot of enjoyment out of it, but uh, it's yeah, diving into it for the first time is somewhat overwhelming. Tough. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. So we loaded into it, and we were like, "Where are you? I'm at these coordinates. Where are you? I'm at these coordinates." I'm like, "That's nowhere near me. How do how do I find you?" Ah, it kind of reminded out. me of Verdun in the way that it's clearly an excellent game, but it's also very rough and ready, and you need to kind of persevere with it. Yes, definitely. Um, I, I feel like a lot of this is going to be learning the crafting system. I mean, like we we played a lot of Minecraft, and even before we played a lot of Minecraft, we watched quite a lot of Minecraft, so we yeah. had an idea of we how were comfortable to play this with game. it, weren't we? Exactly. We knew. whereas like when we jumped into this, like we did, we did the eight step tutorial, and then it was like, see you later. I'm like, what? What, the fuck <laughs> what do yeah. I do now? Like literally, no description of what to do. I was like cool and uh and yeah it, it seemed to work pretty well in the end <laughs> i really got, like it we got like a lot of the systems um there were some funny moments and um yeah found a little cave put a door on it started uh plotting our next moves buddy and i'm sure we'll play it some more it looks very streamable as well when we get sort of back to streaming once i'm yeah. settled wherever i'm going and <laughs> this could be <laughs> yeah, an excellent funny. streaming game so i think uh, so it should be good i like it it's just getting into it that's going to be the issue i think true so yeah the only other thing we've been playing uh was uh, some pez we relaxed with a bit of pez the other night and uh, we had a share play Master League going on last year's edition, and we hadn't done that on this one yet. So, uh, yeah, we started a Master League as Juventus, and yeah. um, it it works the same as the old one did. I, I wish they could improve that share play a little bit because it's still uh, connection wise supremely demanding and doesn't really have the uh, the results on the connectees end to back that up. But um, yeah, we've started making our Juve side, buddy. It was really good fun, wasn't it? And it's not too bad your end. 
No, um, that's the thing. Um, graphically, it, it does not look great, I must say, uh, mm. obviously. And I considered that what I, I thought about, because obviously it's streaming in 720p, maybe if I drop the resolution of um, of the PS4 and my TV to, to 720, maybe that, that might make a difference. But, uh, it's possible. I, I, yeah, I, I, I mean, that might be something to try in the future. Um but yeah, like um, gameplay-wise, it was fine. I didn't have any hiccups. It looks like SharePlay seems to be working pretty well at the moment. I must say, far more um, solid and and continuous than it used to be. Far less sort of bits yeah. where it completely spazzes out and you can't do anything. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I it's think still so. not happy with my 100 meg connection though. Like it still it comes up the bar and says it's too slow. Which, you know, gives you some sort of idea of how much of an option this is for you in yeah. whatever situation you're in. Totally. Um, I mean, yeah, there's still that, like, little bit of wooliness, as we like to say. But uh, just the fact that, you know, like, we're playing our Master League together. I, I, I can overlook all of this because I'm just having s- such a good time, you know. We're, like, looking at, like, oh, who who do we need to get in our team? Like, what? transfers do we need to sign who can we sell but it's just good to like talk talk about it together and discuss it it's it's loads of fun why hasn't someone just put a I, fucking mode in it's so I don't annoying know. i don't know the best thing that you can do on a football game is play a career mode co-op like yeah totally and we, i can't believe that it you know it's it's we're closing in on 2017 and we're still talking about this but i guess there's with the the ultimate team stuff and and yeah, it's my just club. Not, there's just no money in it. No, there's, there's no, nothing. It's yeah. And it's, if you search online, there there aren't millions of people clamoring for this mode. People don't seem to give a fuck. We seem to be a minority. Yeah, so. totally. The shame, but it, yeah, it's a great mode. And the willingness that you sort of struggle with, you you almost kind of adjust to it after a while. Yeah, you like, do. You just I get won't used to play it. certain passes to you because. I know that you're going to be in a tight situation where the game will probably stop you from doing anything with the ball. So yes, you almost definitely. kind of find a new way of playing to sort of combat that woodiness. <laughs> but just having loads of fun playing Pez, like co-op. Um, I mean, yeah, there, there is the team play that we can do, which is, you know, us versus the computer. And we can share the anying, uh, which is obviously where you can control any player. Uh, but it, it's just the fact that, you know, we're in a league together. We can make transfers together. You know, we can discuss our tactics and really boring stuff like that, buddy. <laughs> we love a bit of it. Yeah, yeah Gibbons. But that was you just a great can't night. get that sort of depth with one-off games. No, definitely not. Cool. I, I I think that's about it, buddy, for games this week. Gibbons beat uh, not masses of titles, but you know, we've been pretty good. Considering you're just back from holiday and and my situation as well. I think we're doing all right. Yeah, next week might be a bit sparse, but we shall see. We shall. Mm. We shall see. Now it's time for the news. The news. Number one. Number Wang. Number Wang. 
Uh, Doom's arcade mode is out now, and it's really, really Doom. Ooh. Ultimate Doom. It's very Doom. Super Doom. Uh, a lot of people are saying it's it's even better. Like Doom, if you thought Doom would already got like as good as it could get, shit, no. <laughs> this is it's it's a full blown arcade mode. Um, it's like a remix almost, single player campaign with like score attack and a, yeah, so an incredibly addictive. And- that's cool. It's it's the same campaign, but obviously with uh, numbers added to it. So you're trying to better each other, I'm guessing, or better. Um, I'm guessing there's scoreboards involved. Yeah, it's uh, it's got a mixture of stuff. It's got power ups and stuff from the off as well. So like, oh, okay, you know, because th- those things were already in the game. So yeah, true. You've got haste and you've got you know quad damage and stuff. Um, and yeah, it's. Uh, gives you the option of switching difficulty between each level, and uh, you've got a big old leaderboard system as well. It's, yeah. <laughs> cool, buddy. Fucking cool. So, yeah, not much more to say, but... Uh, I still need to finish that game. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You need to finish it before Game of the Year talk. That's true, I do. I'll make it an objective. I'll put it on my to-do list, my Toto list. Toto. Toto. <laughs> 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 Give us, buddy, number one Toto. There we go. Speaking of shooters, buddy, number two, uh, Titanfall uh, is struggling a little for sales by the looks of things, uh, failing to outsell the original game in the same period, despite this being a multi-platform release. That's pretty bad. Uh, that is honest. quite bad. Um, uh, even worse because of the fact that it's reviewing really well. Um, no, everyone is just everyone like... likes it. Going nuts over this. Like, um, Game Informer gave it a 9.5. Yeah. Uh, like, I can't remember what uh, the Giant Bomb gave it. I'm pretty sure it was something high. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. It's just... People are going nuts over not just the multiplayer, but again, the single the player. The single player. So, like, the, the return of single player first-person shooter games, you know. Like, Seems to be. It's all coming back, you know. Sitting and, on 90 on uh, Metacritic at the moment. It's had nines from Video Gamer, Six, Ag- Six Axis, uh, PlayStation Lifestyle, Game yeah. Informer, 9.5. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, but it's not selling well. It's not selling very well at all. And uh, EA were due to release some sales statistics today, this being Wednesday, um, and haven't. They've held them back. I so, wonder uh, why, buddy. So is this? There's two things at play here that I suppose are the most obvious culprits. The first one is that the uh, open beta was bad. Had some issues. It was bad. It didn't run well. There were all sorts of lag problems, and the game modes and maps that they picked were bad. And they've since apparently tinkered and changed almost everything about that beta, and it's now a brilliant game. But if you're gonna if you're gonna give so many people with access to your game and it make that impression. This is in another example of betas not being betas anymore. Betas as demos. It's a demo, than... yeah. Like people getting a taste of the game and they're like, oh, well, I don't like that. Then yeah. they're not going to buy the game. And that is the issue. But obviously, you know, they did the beta. They did all the tests and they were like, right, we need to change this. They've changed it. And apparently it's a fantastic game now. And uh, I want this game, buddy. I'm not going to lie. I want this game. I, I'm not a huge fan of NDAs, 
but I yeah, do think true. that it would have benefited from one. If that technical test had been a proper technical test with an NBA. Yeah, instead then. of an open one. Yeah. yeah. I guess so. So, there's that. But uh, the other obvious, the obvious major reason yeah. why Titanfall may not have sold very well is that it was coming out literally the week between the release of Battlefield 1 and Call of Duty. That one. And uh, EA, obviously, they thought they could market things in a way that meant that they didn't tread on the toes of their own game. Um, that doesn't appear to have worked. Some people are calling them sort of arrogant for thinking they could do that. <laughs> Some people are saying they were just trying to sort of corner the market and they thought, you know, I think that's our, what they were our trying two to excellent do. shooters can combat the COD effect. Yeah, um, I think so. I think, like, you know, obviously, battle, Battlefield's like, you know, your realistic shooter, where Call of Duty is your, like, arcadey shooter, in a way, yes. I would say. And, you know, they, they've brought out Titan Four. Titanfall 2, which is, you know, their arcadey, futuristic, you know, shooter, like, a week before uh, the the latest Call of Duty. And uh, I, I think, you know, that's what they're trying to do. Like, um, and obviously it's come out to rave reviews. And then, I don't know, I'm guessing they're, they're trying to get some of that and be like, hey, yeah, just check ours out. You know, I mean, you think about the number of people, big shooter fans, who have paid that extra money for the Legacy Edition of COD so they can get Modern Warfare as well. Like, yeah, the, the very audience you're trying to sell to are strapped for cash <laughs> this time of the year. That is may, true. May have already bought a shooter a week or two ago, and are certainly going to buy the, the one the week after your well, game. Well, the thing is, they need to get that, like, those reviews, they need to go, like, social big time with that, like, get things on the telly about it, like, now. Because yeah. then, like, your casual gamer, you know, that picks up, like, FIFA every year, picks up Call of Duty every year or whatever, you know, they're, they're going to try and get them out of that, like, mindset, I guess, of buying those and be like, oh, okay, this this one's really good, maybe I'll try this, and then go from there i don't know even if they just upset like call of duty a little bit they're like yes we're getting there <laughs> yeah i think it's a case of the titanfall name possibly isn't big enough to live and on its own you kind yeah, of need not to yet. spend a lot of marketing money on yeah that, exactly but, um, like i don't know it's probably too late to do that maybe now. nothing would have worked i don't know but who knows uh, but yeah it's it's timing you know it's not a good time to release a uh, a first person shooter. I mean, now. <laughs> uh, not from a obviously not from a games industry standpoint, but we are we're not in the games industry. We are customers, consumers, whatever yeah, you want to call totally. it. Totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gamers, um, f- fabulous news for us. That thing will go down in price in three weeks, I, and I'm, we can all buy I'm it for twenty five quid. Yeah, I'm <laughs> hoping it's going to jump into some kind of Christmas sale. Yeah, for, uh, like you say twenty five quid, and I will I'll buy that. Like, like I say, I, mean, I want this game, but because of I the situation, I wouldn't wish that on respawn. But no, that's, yeah, that's the way not. the cookie crumbles sometimes. But but you end. know that that could end up really good for them. You know, loads of Maybe. people are going to pick up the pick these games up, and um, I don't know, get a load of hype from there. Who knows? We shall see, I suppose. But um, yeah, Gibbons, buddy. Either way, uh, the important thing is the game is good, allegedly. We haven't played it, but we've heard that the game is good. Everyone is saying the game is good and makes us want it. So <laughs> that's something, <laughs> yeah, at least. Yeah. That should be how it works. Gibbons, buddy. Um, 
We'll move on. Uh, very briefly, apologise if you can hear uh, a cacophony of fireworks going off on my microphone right now. I don't know how well my noise reduction is going to get rid of them. Someone is having a firework display around the corner from me. We are very close to the 5th of November over here in England. It's uh, bonfire night uh, where we celebrate some guy failing to blow up Parliament. Um Although no one really gives a fuck about that. They just like fireworks, don't they, buddy? But, um... Gibbons. Holy shit, someone spent on fireworks this evening. I don't know <laughs> if you can hear it on uh, Skype or whatever the fuck we're using, but, uh... Bit of everything. Yeah. Bit, of, bit of everything. <laughs> Gibbons. We move on anyway. Uh, there is a load of new Drive Club content, buddy. This is the final Drive Club update. Um, uh, obviously... Drive Club, the you know, I don't even know what to say about Drive Club. <laughs> I mean, uh, how, how, when, did, when was Drive Club released? Was it two years ago now? God how me. do you summarize the path of that game? Like, you, I don't think you can. A massive shitstorm. <laughs> yeah, like, all of it. Even though it was fucked, even though it was delayed and then delayed again and then promised with the console and then promised as PS Plus and then failed on, on almost all counts... And then released, and then half the team was sacked, and then it got better, the game, and then turned out in the end the game was really good, but only because it was super cheap, and then, but actually it was really good, but maybe that's because it was 30 frames, and then the whole team was destroyed, and then they were bought by Codemasters, and then, no, there's someone still working on it, and then it comes out on VR. It's like, (laughs) holy shit, (laughs) what do you even say? They could make a movie about this game's development cycle, but... This is the final content update for Drive Club, and it includes a load of stuff that I suppose has been kind of hanging around <laughs> over the over the yeah. years. And what it's meant is there's like 15 new tracks, buddy, and I think it's time to go back and have a look. I think so. I mean, I, I've always really enjoyed Drive Club, especially like since we got our steering wheels. Yeah, like, seriously, <laughs> uh, it, it's got like the the perfect amount of like drift. To it's so speed. fun, isn't it? It is. It is loads of fun. It is. It is awesome. I love it. And yeah, I, t- I totally want to get back into it. To be honest. Yeah, man. I've ordered that uh, wheel. What is it? A frame that you put your wheel on? Oh uh, no way! I've been using a dressing table from like my sister's old dressing table from before she like moved out. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 For many years and for, yeah, many months. And I just took the drawers out and sat in the bit where the drawers used to be. Yeah, standard, wheel. you know, that's that's what you want to do. But obviously I'm moving now and I can't take this giant dressing table with me just to use as a fucking steering wheel holder. So, uh, uh, yes, I've invested. So that's exciting. But, um, yeah, no doubt we will test out those Drive Club tracks soon. Maybe that's something we could stream one week. I don't know. But, um, I think so. That'd be fun. Yeah, it'd be pretty special. Gibbons. Fucking, someone's got some Roman candles, buddy. Motherfucker. Yep. To the bed. Oof, that was a big one. <laughs> it's loud. Well, what can you do? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, next on our list of news, buddy. Uh, Chump working on new Tomb Raider works on new Tomb Raider whilst on a train. <laughs> Uh, he's, person he's done well notices. There. He's done well. Person notices takes photo. So, 
the next Tomb Raider game is called Shadow of the Tomb Raider, buddy. This was spotted on a train in Montreal, yeah. which obviously raised many, many questions because that's not where Crystal Dynamics is based. Um, this is <laughs> Shadow of the Tomb Raider is being developed by Idos Montreal of Deus Ex fame uh, instead of Crystal Dynamics. And okay, we don't know anything else about it at this point, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, it could be a working title, of course, but it sort of sits perfectly within the framework of what Crystal Dynamics was trying to create, so I suppose it's likely that that's what they'll go with. Um, it felt a little bit like it, that was very early to be working on a new one, but it, it absolutely isn't. You know, the game's been out a year. It's just not on everything. And, um, yeah, I mean, have you played any more of Rise of the Tomb Raider recently? No, but my plan is, because obviously you're not going to be online for at least two days, uh, I'm, I'm going to complete Minimum. it within yep. two days. That's my plan. Fair play, yeah. That, that's my aim for for next week. Add it to your Toto list, buddy. It's, it's, uh, that is the top thing on the Toto list, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, yeah. uh, I guess we'll be talking about that next week, so I will stop talking about Tomb Raider now. But uh, I still kind of want that. But uh, not until it gets much, much cheaper. We we will get it, buddy. Trust me. We're going to buy it on PS4 when uh, it, it'll probably when it pops in the first sale that it does. I, think I got the I got the first reboot for eight pounds eventually. Yeah. So uh, we're looking at a sub sub fifteen, and I think I might bite on that. But oh, uh, really? I'm thinking like twenty five, thirty quid, and I'm going to buy it. <laughs> oh shit! Okay. Well, cool. I'll play it when you do that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to play that um, co-op survival mode. Yeah, on. I, I uh, really want to play it. Like you know, uh, the, the, the the controls on this game they they're good. You know, it's they're not shabby games anymore. Or they I mean, they've always been good games. But you know, like since like the whole reboot, I'm you know I'm a convertee to the new Lara Croft games. I I really like them. I think they're yeah. awesome. You're right about the controls as well. Uh, there's actually just just um, last night I was on Eurogamer and mm. uh, earlier in the week they did one of their sort of late to the party video streams where they played the first Tomb Raider by that oh, first level, and it's that. just the clunkiest you fucking. You don't want to do honestly that. like that game. That game controlled. Like it was, it was. They were cool. I loved to uh, Tomb Raider two. Oh yeah, wonderful. Not game. knocking but it at the time. Even at the time, great games. Even at the time, the controls were a little clunky. Like in in like nineteen ninety seven, the controls were a little clunky. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm looking forward to playing it anyway, and I'm excited that they're making another one. Of course, they were going to. Um, I think it's strange they've changed studios because I kind of felt like. Those games were doing really well, and and seems odd, but uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll find out in due course why that has happened. Yeah, buddy, I think so. I'm just um, trying to think who made the Guardian of the Light or whatever it was. Like, what studio made that? Is that the sort of isometric top-down yeah. thing? Uh, Crystal Dynamics. Okay. Yeah, they actually made that. Well, it's all Idos and Square. No, it's all Square, yeah. essentially. <clears throat> it's but, Square um, Enix, yeah. don't know. Uh, yeah. I, I tell you what, though. Very excited to hear what Crystal Dynamics are working on, then. 
because everyone assumed they would be working on a yeah, new the Tomb next Raider Tomb Raider. Yeah, definitely. So, so uh, I don't know where could they go. Who knows, buddy? We've just had a Deus Ex, so it won't be that. So what? Are, what other IPs does Square have? Like big IPs. The big. A huge company. Yeah, they won't be working on anything like Final Fantasy or anything like that. Um, they've had Deus Ex, so I'm just scrolling. I'm actually yeah, scrolling a lot. I know. Hitman, that's what I'm going Hitman's a no go because IO are obviously working on that. Yeah, and uh, oh, buddy, ju- just cause. Yeah, mm, I, I doubt it. I don't Probably know. I, I'm going through a load of them, and I, d- I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe, got maybe new something IP, new. Buddy. Yeah, buddy. That's what I just thought about. Maybe there's a new IP. But once again, buddy, I I want Hitman. I, I want Hitman. Yeah, we will get Hitman before the year is out, so that we can play it before the year is out, so that we can talk about it before the year is out. I feel like I'm gonna miss out. I've missed out on it already, though, because the the whole uprise before the game was coming out, because like it was gonna be like in an episodic, you know, release, like a structured release or whatever you want to call it. But yeah, and that seems to be like a lot of the fun of that game. I, I we think could, we could do that though. What? Just take breaks between each level. We should. We could set a restriction and we will stick to it because we do a weekly podcast. Yeah, we, we could do like one every couple of weeks or something. I exactly. Guess, yeah. Yeah. True. But I, I think when season two hits, I think like if I've enjoyed Hitman as much as I think I will, I'm I'm just gonna get it day one and Gibbons. buy the season pass. And I'm just going to bite the bullet on it. I might play that beta again, buddy, because there's I've nothing to stop you from I've doing played, that. Mate, I've played that beta like at least 30 times. I'm not even joking, doing like different ways of killing people and stuff. It's so much fun. No, we'll have to get that then. Yeah, I think so. I don't know why I haven't bought it. it hasn't been in the sale, <laughs> that's why, buddy. Because we're be cheap it. bastards. Yeah, nor will it, because <laughs> of the fucking episodic bullshit. I damn know, it. right? God, yeah. Damn it. We'll get it. We'll get it. <laughs> Gibbons, buddy. Um, next from me, FIFA 17 sales are up 13% on last year's game. Um, EA reckon that is mostly to do with, uh, old Alex Hunter and his story that they have told this year, um, which did generate a lot of hype, but certainly wasn't enough to make us play a game with inferior gameplay to Pez. So we haven't played it, but, <laughs> but, but that's impressive because yeah. 16 sold brilliantly and, Thirteen percent is not to be fucking sniffed at no, when you're I, when you're FIFA when you're selling FIFA level copies a thirteen percent rise I in know, the that's, first month. That's a lot. Jesus that's a, that's Christ, that is hundreds of thousands of copies of that game. That's crazy. But yeah, so I guess um, there's more kids, you know, like now than there was a year ago. So possibly, yeah. Do the math, buddy. I mean, I always like it after Christmas when those uh, lists come out of the like the top forty best-selling media products of any kind. I think mm. like one year it was Adele's album top, f- followed by FIFA. They're always weird lists, so yeah, they're very be interesting strange. to see where Seventeen charts this year. Looking forward to that. Definitely, there, I'm sure there was some stat about Battlefield One as well. How there was like a double double the player base of this compared to Battlefield Four when that was released. I think. <laughs> well, this one works, so yeah, I know that, but uh, but yeah, yeah. still stats. I suppose double at least double <laughs> the consoles on offer as well. Yeah, exactly, right? and uh, yeah, 
you know, consoles are, uh, are dying out now, though, buddy. Yeah, no one wants consoles. No anymore, one wants a console yeah. anymore. No. Yeah, it's, uh, it's all MP3 these days. Uh, the <laughs> last story I have, buddy, before we head into your section is sad, the- sad. The last Wii U was made this week. The last one hit, came off the, the uh, out of the factory. I can't believe they were making them this long. I can't believe they were still making Wii U's. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess so. Someone's fucking buying them at two hundred pound uh, a pop. I don't know how. I, I, I'm baffled by this. I didn't know what to say. Uh, uh, normally, this would be a story where it's like, "Oh, it's sad," you know, at the end of a, end of an era with a console. <laughs> um, frankly, this was a uh, poorly realized device that not many people bought, and I, I have no love for, so I'm not going to do that. But I just can't believe that they are still making them, or were still making them until they were probably week. only making like one a week, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, it's just this one guy is making it by hand. Yeah, he's he's forging it out of iron and mongering. Yep, mongering. (laughs) Solid bit of mongering. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, hopefully, hopefully, um, a lot of the best Wii U games we will see again on future consoles. We certainly will. Maybe not on the Switch. Uh, We'll we'll see a lot of Wii U games come back. Yeah, they will. Sure, Nintendo will try and sell us all of these games for at least six quid a pop in about 15 years. But um, <laughs> I always kind of wanted a Wii U and I would have bought one if they'd ever reduced the price, which they Seriously, fucking didn't. Seriously, yeah. Like, the, the only time that I was so close to buying one was one Christmas, like, Tesco was selling them for, like, 100 quid. Uh, and there was only, like, a limited amount or something. And I... I, I I, I, it, it popped on Hot UK Deals, like, and I was there within, like, 10 minutes and I was like, ah, uh, they're all gone. How's that? Well, yeah, that would have been very tempting for me. I would, I would have bought it for a hundred quid, like hands down, like easily. But yeah, I, I feel a bit miffed. But uh, I think it's just made me a bit more excited about the Switch. The fact that the the Wii U is a bit toilet. <laughs> yeah, Nintendo Wii U thirty two gig premium pack with Mario Kart eight two hundred and thirty eight pounds. I mean, I'm gonna buy that right now. <laughs> They've announced the Switch now. It doesn't matter, buddy. The Switch is out in like four months. And they may have just made the last Wii U, buddy, but no one will ever buy it. Yeah, because it's still <laughs> going to be 200 odd quid. It's crazy. I mean, you think, well, but I, mean, I know like the, the 360 was out for like seven years before the, the Xbox One and stuff came out. But by that point, you could buy a brand new one for about 150 quid, 100 quid, yeah. You, yeah. you know, but Nintendo are just like, nope. We're not dropping the price. Fuck you guys. We're going to try and get as much money as we can out of this bad boy. Crazy fuckers. <laughs> almost almost respect it. Oh, <laughs> Gibbons, buddy. Massive little bit of that respect. going on. Either way, uh, end of an era, end of a console. Um, not many people had it, but, you know, end of a console. So it's worth awesome. mentioning in the news. So that's it from me in the news, buddy. It's time to hand over to you for Ash's News, favourite things of the week. News, but hate information. You have found the right place. Ash's news favorite thing of the week. Gibbons, buddy, and this week I have fuck all because Ooh, there's there hasn't li- been like, much. Anything that I've picked out was mentioned when it, within the news itself. So I was like, well, that leaves my section with nothing in apart from this, buddy. While going through my Appy Gamer app, I highly recommend this app. I'm not sponsored by them. 
But, you know, if they want to throw me some money, I'll, I'll promote them every week. Yep. Hey, check out that app if you want the like weekly news or, or daily news from like all kinds of sources. Uh, it's really good. Uh, I use it and uh, I save articles for this purpose for my news favorite things of the week. And the only thing that was left after you butchered it with your news with your news section with my my poultry news section <laughs> of news. what is this was um this and it was uh our mel gibson talks about passion of the christ sequel and i immediately thought well, like i know mel gibson oh no mel gibson's soul and you know i was like maybe for next week podcast we can get his thoughts on the passion of christ sequel so I'm, I'm putting it out there. I would like Mel Gibson Soul to get in contact with us with his thoughts on Passion of Christ sequel. If he wants to do it, you know, how does he feel about it? I mean, Just certainly out there. Mel Gibson's Soul's take on the Passion of the Christ 2 is is far more interesting to me than Mel Gibson's take yeah, on it. Yeah, seriously. You know? I think so. I mean, Mel Gibson can say what he wants, but... If we want to know what he really thinks, we, we need, need to talk yeah. to his soul. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. So, uh, but yeah, also, I found it weird that. that this headline was in my gaming app. And it, <laughs> it, it, it made me laugh because, you know, because of Mel. Mel. <laughs> it was funny. Special. So, yeah, buddy, nothing from me this week. That is no, fair all. play. Mel, get in touch. Let us know what you make of this. Uh <laughs> <laughs> what do you what do you make of this? Well, not what you make of it. Obviously, you know, if if this is happening, then it was your decision. So tell us why you think this should be made. <laughs> tell us why you're doing this. You know, Gibbons, buddy. We'd love to know. Uh, sequel to the Bible. <laughs> I know, right? I have no idea how's it going to go down. I mean, I haven't seen Passion of the Christ, um, but I, I can guess the ending. I think. Yeah, I, <laughs> me, too. <laughs> me too. Maybe it's like a prequel or something. Who knows? Yeah. Mel Gibson's just not unpopular enough already. Like, <laughs> how, can, how, can I, how can I make people think that I'm, I really am a complete cunt? I know. True. Sequel to Jesus. <laughs> Good idea. Jesus 2.0, well, buddy. Well, Mel Gibson soul get in touch. Let us know what you think about that. <laughs> Sweet. Cheers for that, buddy. And You're uh, welcome. I think that is the end of the news. It is. And now it's time for Fonz or Phoenix. So what have we got this week, buddy? In our up, down, left, right, north, south, east, west. I nearly got confused. I was going to go northwest, east, south. <laughs> anyway, what have we got this week, buddy? Fonz of Phoenix. We got a Fonz, buddy, and of course we've got a Fonz when this man's involved. Ah, uh, this guy is seriously. He is the best guy in the he world. Rocks I love our fucking this guy. World. He's the he's the greatest. He's the man. He's <laughs> He's, he's he makes Top Cat look like a prick. <laughs> he <laughs> totally does. We're talking about Phil motherfucking Spencer, buddy. Yeah, we are. 
<laughs> this is a Fonz, because this week it was announced, among other things which I didn't know about this, and uh, we'll get onto this shortly as well from you, but uh, primarily because the Xbox Scorpio will feature all of the 360 backwards compatibility of the Xbox One. This seems logical, but you never bloody know with these guys, like with companies and game companies and... You know, it's unprecedented. It's now, I don't believe that this has ever happened before where a new console comes out and immediately supports two consoles ago. Like, it's fucking mint. It's awesome. So, seriously, I just think it's brilliant. I'm very pleased about it because I, I, I think we will probably eventually move back towards Xbox the way things are going. Um, it's a further kick to the dick for Sony, uh, and their wildly unpopular PS Now service. Um, and on top of that, Phil's been saying they have no plans to launch a console every two years either. He just felt that this was an occasion where things needed a kickstart. Um, he doesn't know what comes after Scorpio. I've got a quote from Phil because, you know, we like to give the man an airing on our show. So, Gibbons, uh, buddy. Maybe we should get his own section. The motherfucker section. The mother okay. of all fuckers. <laughs> mother of all fuckers. <laughs> Spencer says, buddy. Uh, Spencer says this week... Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the next thing is past Scorpio right now. I'm not trying to turn consoles into the graphics card market where every so often NVIDIA or AMD come out with a new card. And if I want a little bit more performance, I'm going to go and buy that new card. I think for consoles, it's different. I think you have to hit a spec that actually means something in an ecosystem of television and games. Um, Asked to guarantee that in three or four years there won't be games that run on Scorpio but not Xbox One, Spencer said, is not our plan, honestly. Our plan is that Scorpio is part of the Xbox One family and that the games will run on both systems. So, there we go. Obviously, that's not a promise, but uh, he's making (laughs) the right noises there. But, um, yeah, so, I I don't know. the main fonds, of course, is for the backwards compatibility, but I'm also quite pleased that they're not going to try and peddle us a new console every two years because I think that's too soon, especially as the prices kind of rise because yeah. of the 4K technology that needs to be, you know, the teraflops required. So, so yeah, that's from me, Scary buddy. And then flops. you've uh, you got a little sweetener on the end here. Do you want to get stuck into that? Yeah, so uh, as people who listen to this podcast know, uh, I have been thinking about getting an Xbox One to do backwards compatibility with my fellow brethren uh, to play some Rainbow Six Vegas 2 and other games. And uh, I was, you know, I was looking at Xbox One, so I was like, oh, I wonder if you can do the same kind of game sharing that you can on the PS4 like we do, which is uh, fantastic. If you don't know how to do it, just give it a quick Google. And, uh, yeah, you totally can, buddy, on an X-Bone. So you can do it with uh, one other person. Uh, You can share your entire digital library with them, and you can play the same game at the same time together. Uh, You can only do this with one person, though. And also, this works with all EA Access games. Uh, You have to kind of do it the way that we did it with uh, the PlayStation Now. Is it PlayStation Now? Is it now? What's the one called? Anyway. Yeah, the streaming thing. Yeah, yeah the streaming thing. Yeah. Uh, where you have to go into the account and download it, and then it will appear in your library. And uh, that that's just good to know. If we ever think about it, which I'm thinking about next year now, thinking about buying a Switch and a Scorpio now. 
Oh dear. Time will tell on that. Um, one Dad, thing's for sure, we're buying hardware next year, buddy. Uh, oh, I love a bit of hardware. Got the word Pro written on it. So, um, yeah, unless it's the Xbox One Pro, maybe. Who knows? Mm. Mm. We'll see. We'll see. The Xbox Prone. Yes! <laughs> <Prone. laughs> I've nailed it, buddy. There it is. Calling there it now. It the Xbox Prone. <laughs> Good lord. Oh, dear. Pinnacle uh, moment. There it is. I've said it now. Yep. I'm sorry. Verbatim. I'm sorry, everyone. Yep. Can't happen. <laughs> well, there we go. Either yep. way, buddy. Fonz. Um, oh, dear. Fonz. Fonz for whoever wants it. We'll give it to Phil. Fonz. Oh, <laughs> Fonz for Phil. Yeah. It's not his first Fonz, it won't be his last. No, Gibbons, buddy, he he is the mix master. Sure is. He loves to wax lyrical. He does. Play that same song. Can't argue with anything you're saying, buddy. Totally with you. Gibbons. And now it's time for Out This Week. And that's Out This Week. Golden release time. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> uh, so, according to my research, there are three games out this week, and Go on. that doesn't seem right at all. But I did considerable googling, and it seems that there are only three games out this week. I mean, for this time of year, that's quite sparse. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes, I'm looking at. I'm still not happy with it. I'm looking at it now. I'm like, there must be more games out this week. Well, the, I tell you one thing. There was a game released a couple of weeks ago that we didn't mention that I did, I saw pop up on the PlayStation Store. What was, was that? that? It's some sort of snowboarding game. Matt Mc something Infinite Matt Air Mc something. Yeah, Infinite Air. I think it's called Infinite Air. I was like, what is this? Apparently, it's a mix of skate and snowboarding. I was like, hello. What are you? I did not know anything about that. I know. I think it was a stealth release. One of them ones. Infinite Air featuring Mark McMorris. There you go. Matt McSomething. Close enough, wasn't it? Mark McMorris. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm sure it's toilet. But I, I saw it there the other day. I was like, what is this? Why was this not in our out this week section? You can get it at Tesco for £31. I don't want to. It looks terrible. Okay. It, actually, it actually looks alright, but I think it it would be just... Yeah, no. Anyway, out this week, buddy. Sorry, out I this keep... week. There's three games out this week, buddy, but one of them's Dishonored 2. <gasps> Are there any reviews out yet on that? I don't believe so. Oh, is that because Bethesda's... What are they? Yeah, they, uh, they don't what, want to spoil it for the uh, the users, buddy. So uh, they're actually going to be holding all of their future review copies back until the day before the release of their games. Oh, that's so nice of them. Yeah, it's because they're cunts. Ah, uh, is it because they're cunts? Because they're cunts. Mm, Bethesda a cunts. Um, <laughs> Dishonored 2, hugely excited for this. Really looking forward to it. Uh, I will, of course, wait until it launches and yeah. there are reviews available. This it has is a to game be done. that I might have pre-ordered because I wanted it installed ready for midnight. Yes. Um, and there is no possible way 
that that is going to happen now nope. because Bethesda are cunts. So that will happen. There we go. Uh, yeah, I think this game's going to be great. Really looking forward to playing it. And uh, and that's we out will this talk week. About that when when we get it, which won't be on launch night. Uh, also out this week, we have Assassin's Creed: The Ezio Collection on Xbox One and PS4. If anyone fancies uh, remasters of some Assassin's Creed games, which I, I don't know why you would want that, but okay. No thanks. No, we're fine. Uh, and also, Silence on PC is out this week, and that is a gorgeous-looking 3D adventure game. Looks really, really nice. Uh, if you're a PC gamer and you are up for an adventure game stroke platformer, then head over to YouTube, search Silence Gameplay, because I was really blown away by what I saw. And if I had a decent PC, that's something that I may well buy. But, um, yeah, there you go. There's your three games, buddy. That's out this week. Nice, buddy. It's out this week. Out this week. And now it's time for the JFG Top 5. the top five top five this week buddy well i you know we're heading towards the end of the year feeling a little bit reflective had some uh, ideas about you know how i've been feeling about the year and in games you know and i thought maybe it would be worth having a little look at what i believe are the top five things we've learned about video games this year you know, we're in a situation where things are changing quickly. We've got console iterations. This time last year, we didn't hadn't even thought about the idea of console iterations. And VR felt a long way off. It's out now. You know, things have changed a great deal over the last sort of 12 months or so. So, yeah, this is the top five things we've learned about video games this year, buddy. I like it. What have I learned this year then, buddy? What? my top five things I've learned about video games because the topic of this podcast this week is video games that's the thing that's what we're going for video I like games that was the top five buddy the first thing you've learned this year buddy in the video games industry is uh, an embargo doesn't always mean a bad game but it Ooh. probably means the publisher is expecting you to think it's a bad game like it yeah good twist uh, I and uh, I agree with that because just look at Doom. Doom, perfect example. The idea that you would give Bethesda any credit uh, for holding back the release, the review copies of a game, um, when they immediately tweeted their surprise at how much people liked that game, uh, which wasn't bright in hindsight, and uh, that guy needs a bit of a spanking. But yes. Uh, just because it's embargo doesn't mean it's shit, but it probably does. Just look at Mafia 3. Just look at Mafia 3. I mean, yeah, yeah embargoes are just 
I don't like them. Not one bit. You know, it feels like they're hiding something. And but no beef with them as long as it's like a week before launch. No problem. Oh, there yeah, at all. yeah. Obviously, you know, like you, embargo we need to launch is is, is poison. Yes, yes. Definitely. And I don't, I don't know that you would get away with it in any other media form. You know, if 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 a movie was coming out and they told the reviewers, the critics, they couldn't see it until launch night, then. That's crazy. No, no one would watch it. It wouldn't be reviewed. People would yeah. be like, well, fuck you then. Fuck you and fuck your film. And that's the way it should be here as well. But it isn't because of this constant tenuous link between video games and children, which, you know, a, a game like Doom, most of Bethesda's output is 15 and 18 certificated games. It shouldn't be that way. But at the, at the end of the day, that is the way it remains. And... Nothing's changed there. If anything, things are getting worse. You've got 2K and Bethesda, a couple of the biggest sort of players in the industry. I thought you were going to say biggest cunts, buddy. Biggest cunts. <laughs> well, that as well. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we have learned that this year. That has to be number one, really, on our list. I think so. Good shout. The second thing you've learned this year, buddy, is to never underestimate a console redesign. Mental. This as the uh, Xbox One Slim continues to outsell the PS4, despite just being a smaller Literally Xbox the One. The only reason that it can be outselling it is because anyone that bought a PS4 at launch is like, "Oh, that looks good. I'll buy one." Therefore, it's got that 4K drive in there. I don't believe that's driving sales. I don't think that the no, general public is is that savvy that that would be the main factor. No, this but they should is, be. I mean, it's outsold PS4 for three months on the trot now, despite being far more expensive than it and far less powerful. And it's it it looks pretty, and that's all I can think. I, don't, <laughs> I was looking nice. at them the other day. I was like, "What color do I want?" Mm, so mm. many choices. <laughs> <laughs> Play all that 360 shit on there, buddy. And um, also, and you've probably you've probably checked this already, but uh, I don't know if it was last week's show or the one before. We were talking about whether or not you could play uh, multiplayer games. Yes, 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 yes. And you can serve as well. Good. You, news. you can. There is a list of the backwards compatible games that support multiplayer. And if it supports multiplayer, then you can play it with people on a 360. No bother whatsoever. It's very good news, that. And Vegas 2 is a game that has full multiplayer support with backwards compatibility. Yes, it's the only 360 game I have in my house. As does Project Gotham 4. Yeah, I can pick that up, though. I've got two copies of that, buddy. I can send so you So that one. means that I can, uh, I can do that on the Scorpio as well, then? Yes, it does. Sweet. Well, uh, I, I presume so. I don't know why they take that away, because it seems like... Um, in true Microsoft style, everything's running in a, a, a literal emulator on that system. So um, why would you not carry that emulator across and keep no all idea. the compatibility in place? The answer is you, you you would obviously do that. So I'm sure that's what they'll do. Gibbons, I think so. The third thing you have learned this year, buddy, uh, probably the third thing is something that I have learned this year because I think you were always a bit of a skeptic. Uh, VR isn't there yet. Killer app required. Yeah. I need something that'll keep me in VR. Not just Until a game comes out that is that is like a a nine out of ten on merit, not just because it's in VR. Yeah. Then VR isn't there yet. And that's something we've learned this year, is that I I still think VR is is a big future ahead of it, but 
it isn't there yet, and I think it would probably be a mistake to invest in this iteration of devices. And it took me a while to get there, probably longer than most. I think uh, most of our listeners could agree with that. Um, having said that, um, we we do need to hear from Mel, because I believe he was going to be an early adopter, and he may well beg to differ. So, um, yeah, but from our lowly perspective of people who haven't bought it, um, it <laughs> doesn't really look like it's there yet for us, does it? What do you think it, about yeah, that? Yeah, it's it's like, like we said, I, it's not for me at this moment in time. I just like obviously I haven't played it, so I like my my opinions are not invalid, but you know, no, they're based on have they're based on things that people have written. Yeah, and I like I just feel that it's not the time for this. Uh, I, I do feel like VR or even AR, like augmented reality or whatever it is, um, there, there's definitely a lot of excitement about it at the moment. I just don't feel like we've got there. I mean, what's the Microsoft HoloLens? Like some of that stuff that they've shown off, but it just looks amazing. I mean, like I'd love that, all, all that kind of crazy stuff, but. I don't know. I don't. I don't feel like the resolutions are there. I don't feel like the the performance there, like for PCs. I mean, obviously they are there for PCs, but you have to spend like six grand or whatever for that yeah. PC. And <laughs> yeah. It's not a consumer price yet, um, but it will get there because you know as technology gets smaller and smaller, it gets cheaper and cheaper, and so on and so forth. It's how it works, and yeah, we will get there, and when i feel at a stage that it's there i will i will get vr definitely yeah i mean uh, i think the bottom line for me is when when our console developers take the unprecedented step of bringing out mid mid cycle updates through lack of power then i don't know how you can trust Anyone yeah. who says that the power's there for virtual yeah, reality, exactly. when like hardly fills you saying, with confidence, does it? Really? No, definitely not. You know, I, I don't know. I like what is the power for VR? I mean, yeah, is the PS4 is it really powerful enough? Like, it, it might be powerful enough to run it now, but you know, like as soon as like a year's time there's going to be like PCs out and stuff, you know, that are going to be able to run it better. And, you know, as, as is tradition, these things, they, they'll get left behind and you, they'll bring out a new PS VR with the, like more pixels per inch and all that lot in, in the screens. And, you know, I don't know. It, yeah. It just, it's, it's not there for me. It's not just yet. not there. And, no. um, yeah, exactly. I mean, you look at the resolutions of the screens themselves, the resolutions of the consoles themselves. Like yep. it's just now is not the time. But no. I think the most the, the thing I'm most interested for next year, what's going to be an excellent measuring rod, is how much is PSVR? Like on literally on a monthly basis next through 2017, how much you go on Amazon? How much is PSVR? Because that will dictate how how it's going. From a consumer standpoint, that will dictate yeah. a Sony making on it. Are, you are say that, but look, <laughs> go back to what we were talking about earlier with the, the with the Wii U. <laughs> 
Well, yeah, but Sony have traditionally <laughs> yeah, I know, slashed I know, the price know, to make yeah. a profit if they've needed to. I mean, so. look at the PSTV. Yes. That thing dropped so down to like quid. 30 quid. Yeah. yeah. Came out at 100 quid and like within like, you know, a couple of months it was like, yeah, 50 quid. Like, yeah. <laughs> no one wanted that. <laughs> well, one to keep an eye on, but certainly not there yet. And we've certainly learned that in these last few months. Um, so we will move on. Uh, number four in our top five, buddy, things that you've learned this year. You have learned that E3 is dying and the internet mm. is king. You can just have your own event or just stream it on Twitch. With Snoop Dogg. Well, you know, uh, it looks like probably about 50 quid and a couple of spliffs and Snoop Dogg will promote your product. So uh, <laughs> that seems to be the way. Um, yeah, I, I think if you look at the way E3 went this year, um, it was Everyone probably the most, pulled out of it the most the low-key yeah. E3 I've ever known Like in, crazy. in my time trying to cover video games in a sort of intensive fashion. Um, it's, yeah, it's sad because it's like gaming Christmas and it always has been. Yeah, this year it's it always been like a, a massive point in the year where I'm just so excited for because, you know, yeah. you, you will see a lot of trailers for new games, new IPs, and it's just... I, I remember seeing like when they unveiled like the... The Xbox Connect with was it Molyneux and all that lot, and I was just like, "This is Milo. What's this? This is gonna change gaming forever." <laughs> kind yeah, of like, yeah, yeah. Just all that optimism about it and everything. For just... better or worse, even if it didn't come to fruition, it was just the excitement yeah, exactly. of it, wasn't it? It was like, oh, so much to talk about. This, this, and this. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I, I hope that like even if like obviously like people were gonna go and do their own thing but I, I hope they're kind of at the around time like a week and everyone starts doing stuff the same week I don't know that's it it just gets they so spread out and no, you no longer have a, a sort of period of build up or excitement but yeah it doesn't make sense anymore to it's like the world together of gaming buddy yeah it doesn't make any sense anymore. You know, EA don't need to have an E3 press conference. You know, they, they launch a trailer for one of their giant IPs and millions of people will watch it. You know, yeah, that, that's totally. all the marketing you need for, for fuck all cost. It's, it's, uh, it's a sad fact that everything's gone viral. Everything's gone remote. Everything's gone to the fucking cloud <laughs> and we don't need to go and stand in a giant expo theater anymore and so uh, true such a shame uh, i just expect it to slowly die now e3 this year this coming year it will be even smaller and then you know i think it'll probably just fade away such a shame but yeah really is halcyon days of uh getting so excited for the 2am sony stream about <laughs> eight years ago <laughs> yeah. oh well buddy yeah you live and you learn, buddy. Things move on. you just got to go with the times. Number five on our list of the top five things we've learned about video games this year. If you say your game is full of loads of content and features and it isn't, people will probably notice when they buy it. <laughs> they're also <laughs> unlikely to take that well. <laughs> that, that will happen, buddy. Yeah. That, that will happen. Yep. 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 
So there we go. That's our top five <laughs> list, buddy. Uh, top five things we've learned about video games this year. Number one, an embargo doesn't always mean a bad game, but it probably means the publisher is expecting you to think it's a bad game. Number two, never underestimate a console redesign. Number three, VR isn't there yet. Number four, E3 is dying and the internet is king. And number five, No Man's Sky. (laughs) (laughs) Subtle. Like it. (laughs) Indeed. Indeed. And now it's time for the JFG Quiz. So what, what's, what's the quiz this week, buddy? I mean, we didn't have one last week, so but I, I didn't know what to do, so I didn't bother doing anything. Have you, have you got something? Uh, I had a little idea, and um, I don't know how you'll feel about this. Uh, sure. Firstly, uh, <laughs> taking a break from audio quizzes uh, after JJ's subtle, subtle comments about <laughs> uh, <laughs> about our audio quizzes, buddy. Oh, but um, mine was amazing can't remember what it was but it was amazing really stuck out yeah um <laughs> <laughs> oh it was the, the the words that i like yeah it was, sen- it was like sentences from games and stuff oh, i thought that was a good one i quite enjoyed it i think that to be honest the straw that broke the camel's back was my reverse reverse uh, yeah some was... people some people didn't like that some people nah. didn't appreciate the uh no the effort that went into highlighting a small piece of audio and uh, hitting the reverse button on logic so it's it's you know it's hard to do <laughs> suit yourself fuckers uh we'll move on to this one <laughs> so <laughs> go on then um. uh th- this is very simple buddy this is a very simple question for you here we go can you name the five games releasing in 2017 that i am most excited for you get a point for each. There's no multiple choice. You just just tell me the five games. I haven't included obvious franchises like Pez or F1. They are a gibbon. Well, there's two of my points gone straight away. Ah, yep. oh, fuck. There are many, many games penciled in for next year. Every single one Let you me can get name list that up. is in my top five. <laughs> yeah, no, fill your booze, buddy. Bring up, uh, bring up a list of 2017 releases and uh one point for each okay uh i'm gonna go for uh south park the fractured butthole uh, i know that's coming out next year it's not in my list what you're a tool so i don't maybe i should give you a certain number of no, guesses it's here. fine maybe i should give you well, 10 guesses five. Oh, okay 10 guesses 10 to guesses to get, get the five, five points um, so you've had one, and you've got none. Seriously, I thought that would have been in like one of the five. Jesus, what other games are coming out? Uh, I, I'm scared now. Um, well, Red Dead Redemption Two, isn't it? That's got to be one. It's your second guess and your first point. Okay. Uh, it's literally just. Me picking the top five games out of this list on Wikipedia right now. Yeah, but what would you think I'd like? I know, right? You're weird. Cuphead? But you can't <laughs> play it, so no, I'm not going to say that. 
Um, I did think of, um, what was it Ghost Recon? Wildlands? Is that a guess? Yeah. Nope. Okay. Gran Turismo Sport? You're, you love racing. Is that a guess? Yeah. No. I mean, I'm running out of games. You got six guesses left. There's four games to get. If I said Horizon Zero, you haven't, and it's a point. There you go. Um, Five chances to get three points. Oh, Zelda. No. Win. What? Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, seriously. Outlast two. No. What? This is ridiculous. Who are you? you? Uh, Prey. Yeah, and I'm taking I'm taking that last one off because you meant Outcast and you didn't say it. Uh, so you have it. You can have a guess, a free guess for Prey, and that is a point. Okay. So you've got three of my games, and you've got three guesses left to get the two. You still you can still get a clean sweep here, buddy. I I don't know. I've run out of games. I mean, I'm not going to say Destiny 2. That's a bad idea. Uh, literally, I've... It's a devilish quiz. It's a mean quiz, but... It serves as a sort of secondary top five to exciting new games for next year. That's why I've decided to do this. Okay. Uh, I, I don't think it would be Fort Honor. It won't be Halo Wars 2. Um, he said it wasn't Ghost Recon. Yes, yeah. Sorry, I yeah, I said Outlast. I did mean Outcast. Yeah, right. I am excited for that, but but no, it's, it's, it's a remaster. Really it's not going yes. on my list. Yes, uh, I doubt it's Shenmue Three, but that won't come out in December. Might not be on your list. Might not be on my list. Let's let's just go to Google. They normally. I mean, I don't think Mass Effect. Might not be on any list. Well, why not? Think about it. Giving you clues. <laughs> why wouldn't it be on a list? Uh, Half Life Three. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not that kind. But <laughs> you sure? The two remaining games are not on a list, and the reasons. There are two separate reasons for those two remaining games not being on any lists. Well, tell me why, and I'll, I'll guess. No, because as soon as I tell you why, you'll just get it. Well, that's, that doesn't help me. Um, I, I give up. I don't you give know. up? Yeah, I, I, I can't think of... I'm trying to think of games that are coming out next year, but no, I, I can't think. Okay, well, the first one of my uh, of the, the missing games that you're looking for comes out on the 14th of February 2017, buddy. It d- isn't on no, many lists at the moment that. because it is already out in some areas of this land. Oh, buddy, Persona, Persona 5. Persona 5. Yeah, nice. Nice. Persona 5 is in there. Yep. Like uh, and the final game is not on any lists because it hasn't been announced yet, but you know it's coming and it is New Mario. Oh, no, I don't know it's coming, though. It's coming that, next year. You know right, it's coming in March. No, we don't. We don't know that. That's bullshit. We yes, know Zelda's we coming. Don't know Mario's coming. There's if been we, no official... No, I'm not having that. 
If we get no, to March and Mario he doesn't it. launch with that console, buddy, you can have another point. That no, fucking better get another point. <laughs> <laughs> that that's no, I don't like that. That's made up. That's just as bad as Half Life Three. You've seen it in action, buddy. You've seen it running on the Switch. No, it's not. That's just anything. There was no official that they said that this isn't official. This is bullshit. New Mario. It's, nah, mate. Not even that. Yep. Nope. So you got three out of five. That's as bad as saying you gave me the years some sort of DLC, buddy. That's how bad that is. (laughs) Well, okay. Well, we couldn't have that then. (laughs) Fair point. (laughs) I think you've done pretty well there. It was difficult because, like, literally fucking name Ah. the five games I'm most looking forward to. But. That is my list, buddy. Those are the five games I'm most looking forward to after after plenty of thought. I'll have you know. Yeah, uh, I'm sure. <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn, Persona 5, The Prey Reboot, Red Dead Redemption 2, and the new Mario game. Nice, buddy. You agree with any of them? Have you got different ones? You've just looked at a list. Is there anything that's really taking your fancy that I haven't got? Um, I, I'm probably going to go for Zelda, Horizon, uh, Red Dead, obviously. Um and what else? I, I've forgotten all the rest of the other games. They were the main three that stuck out. Oh, South Park, obviously. Of course, of course. Uh, that'd be four, and then a fifth. Yeah, um, Half Life Three. <laughs> I know that I really like South Park, but I'm just kind of down on it because it was delayed. Yeah, like, I know. It's there's it, proper shit. It's like, not, it pisses me off. I'm, it, it's no reflection <laughs> on the game. The game will be better for the delay. To be honest, I, I head, was going like, to say the last guardian as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Preempting the delay. Yeah, I'm preempting the delay on that one again. Oh, they're running out of time to delay that, but it, it's still going. It's going to happen. happen. Yeah, it's going <laughs> to happen. Yeah, I didn't want to say it, but yeah, I've said it now. <laughs> well. Good stuff, buddy. That was the quiz. Nice, buddy. And now it's time for Fuckwit Corner. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. He's getting some questions. got some questions buddy Bunk's got some bits and bobs for us here buddy so here we go Uh, firstly he says I wasn't expecting much from Battlefield but I think it is excellent it still doesn't feel very World War 1 for me if I'm being picky maybe just the maps I've played so far Uh, I don't think that's the case I think it just doesn't (laughs) for you Um, (laughs) I think you've played enough maps definitely Funk to get like a taste and um it's a mixture of things, perhaps there, because I think I think Funk's familiarity with Battlefield would make it more difficult for them to get World War One across. Yeah. Like he's so familiar with those games that um, that's probably going to make it more difficult to take this at the sort of face value of a World War One campaign. But certainly try out the single player Funk. Yeah, because, uh, I would say go for the single player. It'll reflect. If anything on you can sell you on more. the World War Oneness, then it would be that. 
I, I like a lot of the history in there because like once again going back to this um thing that i spoke about an hour ago old uh what's his name the battlefield one guy uh alexander something was it alexander grundell yeah he was um on about the uh obviously the single player campaign and how i forgot what i was gonna say now because that's throwing me off what are we talking about battlefield single player what feeling like world war one Ah, uh, yeah, that was it. Something. To, uh, yeah, that, that was it. Yeah, because <laughs> um, a lot of uh, facts about. Well, I I don't know a lot about World War One and um, the whole aspect of you know World War One isn't taught that much. Like we know a lot about World War Two, whereas I, I don't know the 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 majority or the layman, aka me, uh, doesn't know a lot about it. And it's it's really nice to get all this information from it. And you're like, oh wow. It's the whole fact that, you know, they, they, they split it up into six episodes or whatever sections is because this war went all across. So it was so vast, you know, it went across different lands. And um, to have one narrative unit to go to all these places would just be ridiculous in that time. I Definitely. Think. Like the sort of the sort of single player campaign that was one story, like... It would have been so disjointed that it was yeah. almost a complete no-brainer to split it up like they have, and uh, I'm glad that they have because it just works. So yeah, perhaps that'll get the World War Oneness across. Certainly worth a go. Um, don't be put off by previous Battlefield campaigns. I think is the general consensus because this is so better, so yes. much better, so much better, definitely. Yeah. Uh, so Funk says this as well. He says, uh, it also doesn't feel as golden release time as last year. Um, and I did wonder, I did actually speak to Funk earlier and I sort of said, do you think that it's because the AAA games are spread out more or do you think that there's just less coming out? And and he wasn't really sure. He sort of said it just feels a bit meh. I think that they're spread out more. I think that... I think the 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 publishers this year have have had a good old look. They started earlier, which was why we were scuppered for a Dead Island syndrome. Yeah, totally. And, I still can't find one, you know. And they're spread across the entirety of the second half of the year, and um, that's meant that we've just had a sort of yeah, it, a it steady is a, stream. It is a steady stream, <laughs> but it's it's more like one big game a week kind of thing for the last mm. like. 12 weeks so yeah definitely because there, there, there's been pretty much a big game release each week yeah I'd say regardless of what else is going on there's been a triple A a week like for uh, since fucking beginning of August maybe July like it's it's crazy and maybe yeah, that's the brilliant. future maybe that's the way people want to do it now they don't want to be constantly competing in a sort of you know people are spending more money on games across the year rather than in like short bursts maybe I don't know but uh, there we are um, Funk says what game what games do you think Battlefield has put the final nail in the coffin of uh, Siege The Division uh, PJ says both of them <laughs> uh, I have very little appetite to go back to them. Battlefield and Blops are all I need for shooters at the moment. I suppose the real answer to this question this week, buddy, is Titanfall 2. Hmm. <laughs> That's the worrying thing, isn't it? You Could know, well be. And the thing is, like, PJ says Battlefield and Blops is all I need. It's like, I'm, I'm thinking all I want is Battlefield and Titanfall now. 
which is worrying because obviously we played the the beta of uh, the latest Call of Duty and were not impressed one bit. And I'm thinking, do I want to carry on playing Blops three or do I, you know, want something new, something a bit fresh? I don't know, but I think if Timefall does drop into that sale Christmas time, that that's a definite a chase. Yeah, I'd go along with that. I think um, I think PJ, you know, he makes a really good point. You wouldn't really want to be have more than two shooters on the go because you know if they're both very different from one another, and of course, Battlefield and Blops are very different from one another. Then of course you can have those two games on the go, but Titanfall kind of splits them. It's kind of in between, and you're just not going to get good at any of them, and therefore you're just not going to have the enjoyment. You know you. You wouldn't want to be playing Battlefield 1, Infinite Warfare, and Titanfall 2 all at the same time because you just have a shit time on yeah. all of them. Like, you wouldn't hone it in, would you? There's only room for two, I think. And Battlefield and Titanfall, I, I suppose, are fairly different from one another in that you've got the sort of the COD jetpacking and wall running and stuff, or the World War One realistic to a degree. Shooting, yeah, so. yeah. I don't really know. I I feel quite comfortable with Battlefield and Blops. It depends. Yeah, totally. How... I do at the moment. I'm not saying like uh, fuck Call of Duty at the moment. Like, uh, but I I I just I just want to keep try an eye on time. Everyone is price. just going nuts over this game, and I'm like, I want to play it. <laughs> it's one of those ones where the critics really love it, but the user base doesn't necessarily follow through on that. Like. I haven't seen loads of people raving about it. I've no, seen lots of I critics know. raving about it. Yeah. Um, because it does a lot of really interesting things, especially in the single player. Yeah, but totally. I haven't seen loads of people like going mental over it, so it does make that, you worry the, Yeah, a that's the bit. downfall. But uh, loads of people haven't bought it, so I don't know. EA aren't after a sleeper hit. They're after a fucking blockbuster. Um, yeah, exactly. They they want to... <laughs> yeah, they want to put the... the Nail in the coffin of Call of Duty, don't they? Really? You know, yeah, that's what they're trying to do. So yeah, there you go. Uh, thanks very much for that funk. And um, yeah, I think I think the answer is Titanfall Two, despite the fact it's a great game. <laughs> yeah, true. Don't like to see a great game fail, but um, this might. So we keep an eye on it anyway. Gibbons. Every week, we end the show with questions and comments sent in by you. If you've got anything for us, just pop an email to the jfgpodcast.gmail.com or contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or at justforgamers.co.uk. And now it's time for JFG Street Beat. You got a question we want to know. Facebook, Twitter, we're on a so Hit us up and be on the show. Street beat. You wanna know? Get on the show. And PJ has got on the show, and PJ has a fucking fantastic email this week, which uh, I'm going to read out in its entirety right now. PJ says, "Morning, buddies. It was morning when he sent this. He's he, he uh, was in the morning, buddy. So uh, <laughs> why was was it before why? midday?" It's before midday, that's why he said that. Morning, buddies. As a special feature for the podcast, you could maybe each do an apocalyptic discs 
a gaming version of Desert Island Discs. Um, to our American listeners who may not know what that is, Desert Island Discs is a long-running BBC Radio 4 uh, radio show where a celebrity comes on, um, celebrity or MP or, you know, random, uh, vaguely important or celebrity <laughs> people come on uh, and they pick a collection of music that they love. If they were stranded on a desert island, uh, then what would they take in terms of songs? So it's like a sort of uh, a, a, an hour-long interview peppered with their favourite music that they would take with them on a desert island. Uh, they also get... Uh, a book, uh, a luxury item, um, and various other things as well. So this is a bit of a, a bit of a kind of PJ special on the Desert Island Discs here. This is Apocalyptic Discs. PJ says, uh, some kind of end of the world event has happened. Uh, nuclear or zombies, those pretty much are the only two. So fair enough there. You are the sole survivor and are in a bunker with electricity. On your way there, you of course stop to get the essentials. Games, food, and drink. He put games in front of food and drink there, buddy. We can respect that, can't we? It's pretty special. Oh, definitely. You can choose four games from any platform, two pieces of music, no albums, just songs, one beverage, you get water, of course, but one beverage on top of that, one meal, this meal is all you will have to eat, but you get as much as you need. Nice. One podcast series. You downloaded all the backup episodes, so they're all there for you. Do you get future episodes as well? <sighs> That's a bridge we will cross at a later date. <laughs> okay. Uh, one luxury item. You're not allowed the internet. PCs will only play a game you brought, if you brought a game on PC. So there's no loopholes there. Uh, you can't have people... And you can't edit the truth, etc. What? And yeah, so those are the rules essentially. Uh, various other annoying and restrictive rules will apply. We'll obviously have to quiz PJ on those at a later date. <laughs> um, but I think what's best here is if next week perhaps we could have your one of this, buddy. Uh, I'm sorry to assign you homework on the podcast, but fuck here now. That's what's this happening guy. right now? Sure. It's, so next week, next week we want your four games, your yeah. two pe- your two songs, uh, your drink of choice, your meal of choice, your podcast series of choice, and a luxury item. Well, and, uh, uh, do I have like just general water that I can drink there? So you I do, can, you yeah. do. He says this. Oh, okay. He says he says you get water, um, so you don't you don't need to worry about dying from dehydration. So it's um, going to be alcohol. Based. But the meal, the meal is all you will get. It's the only food you will have forever. But uh, I'm gonna have yeah, like isn't... some like American breakfast buffet. You can have whatever you want because uh, they have everything. Yeah, it's a meal. It's he says it's a meal, so you can have whatever you want. Okay. Um, so if you want to have like a, an all-you-can-eat buffet for the rest of your life, then I suppose that would be fairly sensible. Um, it makes sense. It would because there's a whole collection of different things there. Definitely. Uh, I'd probably have the fast food buffet. That would be my well, choice. You, you, get, you get that American-style breakfast one. They've got everything, you know. Not everything. They, they have, have everything. Yeah, they do. What's they, they do? do? They have steaks. They have ice cream. they got pancakes. 
Uh, man, they, they, got it, they got it all. Seriously. I feel like you're showing your hand here and PJ's going to shut you down before next week's episode. Uh, that guy can suck a dick. <laughs> Either way, uh, the, the, the remit's in the pod notes. You can pick your different things. And next week we'll do yours and the following week we'll do mine. And, cool. Uh, we'll do it as a, as a section. And uh, maybe we'll nick the Desert Island Discs music and uh, we'll see what happens there. But like uh, either way, fantastic idea from PJ. Um, and yeah, thanks so much for that. And that's going to be cool, man. It's going to be going to be interesting. You've got to pick four games. And I suppose it's not your four favorite games or, or what you think the four best games because you're talking about only being able to play four for the rest of your fucking life. So you, you, You're going to have to be a bit fucking sneaky here. You're going to have to be like, right. Replay I'm, value, I'm, kind of important here. I'm going to be like, I know what I'm going to do. I know what yeah, I'm I was going to say, you don't want to give I'm too not, much away. I'm not away telling you here. now because like, you know what PJ's like he's hey, a yeah, it's a, everything that I'm going to say is like you can't do that I'm like why not yeah. why can't you, I do that you are the king of that you are the yeah. king of being like I'm going to do this and everyone's like well that's not the idea at all and you're like well fuck you <laughs> that's, that's kind of your thing so. that's what I would do how about it <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be interesting anyway so yeah we'll, we'll pop that in next week that. I'm looking forward to that and uh, I've got a little bit longer to think about it, but uh, yeah, <laughs> enjoy. Yeah. Awesome and fucking wicked email. Thanks so much for that, Dizzle. Well played, buddy. Lastly, buddy, I saw friend of the podcast Tom at the weekend. Uh, and how is friend of the podcast Tom since his account was hacked many moons ago? Yeah, he's okay. Uh, he's he's got his account back, but he's he's still got some issues with uh, something to do with how he, he changed his email. And made a new one with his old email, and I don't know. It's it's a shit show of I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. It's very confusing. But yeah, <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> it's okay. He's got it all back, and he got all the money back as well, which is good. Good. And good. while uh, we were talking, obviously about computer games or video games, as is the topic this week, um, he was on about games in general, and uh, th- this isn't exactly what he said, but this is my remembrance of what he said he said do you think video games are getting too easy he was playing deus ex mankind divided and got the perk where you can see everyone through the walls it feels a bit cheaty also i've just finished rise of the tomb raider and feel like it is better than uncharted 4 so we'll touch on the first one yeah yeah i found this kind of outliney of people in um battlefield one as well and i was like oh that's a bit weird and i do feel it's a bit cheaty in certain circumstances i mean especially in battlefield one like um there was loads of smoke it was quite dark i shouldn't have been able to see him but he had this bright yellow outline of where he is because i had spotted him and i i don't think that should be a thing. I don't know. I mean, less uh, less easy to defend in Battlefield because it is a World War One simulator, exactly. allegedly. Yes. Um, I mean, Deus Ex Mankind divided. You are essentially a fucking robot. You're so, a cyborg. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I haven't seen the context in which this perk was. I mean, if you can see everyone behind walls at all times, even if you haven't spotted them first, then like Hitman. 
Yeah, and and there were there were things like that on um, uh, Dishonored, the original Dishonored, for yep. example. Like the, the, a lot of people found the blink technique kind of galling because it felt like you could just bypass the levels completely. Like, the, mm. felt like the map was pointless, and not necessarily the case because they had kind of crafted it with that in mind. But uh, I don't know if things. I don't. I don't know if things are getting easier. It's hard to tell. Because I'm probably getting worse at games in my old age, so I probably still find them just as difficult, even if they are easier, <laughs> to be honest. But, I don't know, I still think, like, the difficulty levels are still there, and... I don't know, I'm trying to think of an example of something I've played through. Like, Doom's got a nightmare mode, and you can fucking do one. Like, there was no way. Like, <laughs> I, I do not possess, I have not yeah. got the minerals. So I think it's probably still varying game to game. I mean, certainly now that now that games are such a business, like over the years as they've expanded and become more and more of a business, it's probably the case that uh, publishers put more pressure on developers to make games a little simpler in some cases, or certainly the means for them to be simpler because... Because they're trying to sell loads of them. So maybe that has some sort of bearing on things, like the integrity's gone to a degree. But Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't really noticed it. Um, he might be right, but I haven't really noticed it personally. What do you think? No, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I, I feel like in certain circumstances, this is a good thing. Um but in, I don't know, like, I'm thinking about, like, The Last of Us, where you can use, like, the sense kind of thing. Uh, and in mm, Hitman, only mildly, he uses though. Hitman ability to see people through walls and with his senses. Yeah. But in, they're games, to be honest, though, aren't they? They're yeah, games. exactly. I feel like the majority of time, these add to the game uh, in certain ways, what have you. Uh, obviously, mainly in stealth games. Uh, which The Last of Us, Hitman, um, what game we're talking about, Deus Ex, that's the one. Like These games can be played as stealth games and being able to like see people's movements because it, if you can't see through that wall, you're going to have to go and look around it and they might be walking right at you. Um, so yeah, in, in certain circumstances, I feel like these are adequate for games um maybe with this in mind rather than moaning about the uh seeing through walls mechanic we should feel we should feel a little bit more aggrieved about a lack of peak mechanic like yeah that's the old true. thief peak mechanic yeah, the exactly. whole lean round corners like yeah i in i think it was the original thief you could lean round corners and enemies couldn't see you because the idea of it was you were just like popping an eye out just like yeah. around the corner to sort of peek um and that's less popular these days it obviously it was easier on a keyboard but you could still do it by <laughs> like holding a bumper down and, and aiming yeah left exactly yeah yeah good point buddy um so i, I, I yeah I, I don't think games are getting easier um obviously because i think the, majority the easy difficulty sliders. is probably getting easier yeah but there's still so. enough difficulties of levels to... I don't know. I, I think the best way that you could answer this question would be to 
probably buy Gears, the new Gears, mm-hmm. or the or Halo. Like those, I always saw those as benchmarks for hard games. Like playing those those games on like the top difficulty was fucking insane, and that was a good way of deciding whether games were like easy or hard. But um, yeah, I don't know. I I don't really play through stuff on the top difficulty anymore. I can't really be bothered. Stroke don't necessarily have the time. So it's yeah, kind that, of, that, yeah, true. Maybe we're not the right people to ask, but um, yeah, don't know, mate. Uh, right, as for his last point, comment. Yeah, I know. He he says he's just finished Rise of the Tomb Raider and thinks he's better than Uncharted Four. Yep. Uh, I can't answer that. I haven't played Rise of the Tomb Raider. I'm sure we will, and I will answer that when we do. But uh, you're, you, you've probably got a better shot at it. It, it. Have you seen anything in in Rise of the Tomb Raider that suggests it's as good as Uncharted so far? Well, I'm, I'm not playing it on ultra settings, buddy, so I'm guessing that looks pretty good on his PC. Got a bit of a beast computer, has he? It does the job. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Shit the bed. <laughs> so uh, th- that might be swaying him a little bit, but no, he he said like the the story and everything he felt, uh, the and the gameplay and stuff like that. Kind of, yeah. He he just thought it was a better game overall I find that, in general. I, I find that hard to come to terms with because I thought that the previous reboot was very one dimensional. I enjoyed mm. it. I enjoyed it a great deal, but. I think I, I'm thinking about the characterization in Uncharted 4, and I'm thinking, no, there's openness in that game yeah, as well. It's, it's crazy, 4. but yeah. but you know, haven't played it yet, and uh, we will have to revisit that when when you've completed it and I've yep. played it. Hopefully this week, that's my task. <laughs> I, I will probably fail, but hey, well, it could happen. <laughs> it could happen. give it a go. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing what you think. Anyway, especially with this question in mind, Gibbons, buddy. But thanks, Sweet. Tom. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, PJ. And Diesel, yeah, yeah, and it's thanks, Funk. So I think that'll about do us, buddy, for episode eighty-four of the JFG podcast. It felt pretty good this evening, and uh, I've enjoyed my time podding with you, buddy. Gibbons, buddy, I've enjoyed it. We've had uh, a little chumbo on uh, on the chat, old Adam Core. Uh, he's been getting involved on the live stream so remember guys we live stream this uh, most Wednesdays or Tuesday or Thursday but mostly Wednesday if we're about uh, (laughs) at 8pm England time Uh, so if you can watch it uh, come on down get involved you can hear it on a Wednesday instead of waiting a week later or nearly a week later for the Sunday release um, but yeah, it's been a good one, buddy. Enjoy myself. I want to go play some Battlefield, shoot some dudes in the face. I'm well up for that, buddy. I'll play some Battlefield with you. Cool. Let's do that. Sweet as the proverbial punch. Well, I hope all your moving and everything goes well. And uh, um, I guess I'll talk to you. Well, I'm going to talk to you in a minute, but I'll talk to you next week on the podcast. So thanks so much for listening, buddies. You can find us at www.justforgamers.co.uk. We are at Facebook forward slash the JFG podcast. Uh, our Twitter handle is also that, at the JFG podcast. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud forward slash Just for Gamers. You can find us on 
uh, Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash the JFG podcast. Uh, we're on YouTube under the JFG podcast as well. We haven't been doing very many live streams recently. That's mainly a mixture of me being fucking new job and all bollocks like that, <laughs> stroke Ash being in Portugal for a week. Uh, but we will get back to that once I've got internet again, which hopefully will have happened by this time next week. Uh, you can find us. Yeah, you can find us all over the bloody place. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. Um, And if you've looked everywhere everywhere else and want to look at one more place, buddies. One special uh, place. We're also on Google Plus, if that is how you choose to live your life. Um, We will catch you next week on Wednesday or Thursday, hopefully. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Until then, we're off to play some Battlefield 1, buddy. Highly recommend it. Uh, Until then... I've been Alex. He has been Ash. Goodbye. Goodbye. You've been listening to the JFG podcast with Ash and me, Alex. To find out more, head to www.justforgamers.co.uk, Facebook forward slash the JFG podcast, or Twitter where we are at the JFG podcast. Episodes go live every Sunday, and if you could pop onto iTunes and write us a quick review, we would love every inch of you, even if you got old and fat. Thanks so much for listening, and we will catch you next time.